You're listening to Pulse Radio with Randall and Shelby, the heart of the culture. What's going on, everybody? This is Randall Barnes, the founder of HBC Pulse and the host of Pulse Radio in the building for a special edition of our Grownish After Party that we're doing as a labor of love because, man, it is painful to watch Grownish at this point to see how far it has declined. Um, it is so sad. Uh, I, I, I don't want to give, you know, a spoiler into what Janae and I will be talking about, but this episode was terrible. Um, it was horrible. Uh, we didn't do the episode on last week. I did do um, a commentary on it on Pulse Radio. Go to Apple Podcasts to check it out. Um, but it just honestly was not good. Uh, I'm ready for it to be over, and I don't want anybody to get out of a job. I know that in the industry, jobs are hard to come by, which is even why, um, you know, what? which one, Hallie? Hallie was doing Little Mermaid and popped up to collect that extra check in a pre-recorded video talking to her sister on the show. <laughs> so... I know how hard it is to come by jobs. I don't want no black folks losing jobs, especially folks that are as talented as Yara and Trevor and Diggy has grown so much. But the show has to get canceled. It is a mockery of what it used to be. And, you know, the ratings, and here's the thing with the thing about the ratings. The premiere on the 8th had uh, 259,000 views, right? Now, last week went up for some odd reason to 312,000, but that's still below the average of where Gronish used to be. Gronish does not trend on Twitter. I'm telling you, I was tweeting today. I mean, y'all might have saw the tweet that I did. It was me and about five other people tweeting. Now, no one cares about Gronish being on. Like, folks be forgetting, oh, Gronish is on? Let me go watch it. At this point, they, they might catch it next day on Hulu. They might be like, man, I stopped watching Gronish a minute ago. I, I just, I don't, I, why do I watch it? Because I got HBC posts. That's the reason why. And it's like, I want Janae to have some stuff to do. We got stuff to talk about. Because Gronish is terrible. Um, the ratings are, you know, they're the ratings. I think that, you know, for the rest of the, the duration of Gronish, that we're going to see it not peak 500,000. I think that maybe you might see Gronish maybe middle out a bit, you know, um, when it gets to that season finale or series finale. Uh, but it, it just hasn't been good, man. Um, but. We're going to talk all about it. Uh, HBC Pulse Instagram is on fire right now. I think it might have been the title. <laughs> Should it get canceled? I think that I think that's what people want to know. Should it get canceled? What do y'all think? I think about it. Should it get canceled? Um, but anyway, so we're gonna bring in Janae. Um, you know, we took a break last week, but I did uh, provide my thoughts. Uh, just really quickly, my thoughts on episode two. Um, I just think that they are trying to make a teenage soap opera. And I think it's just, it's, it just isn't working. It is going against the blackish formula. Where blackish was more so of a satire of what was going on in the real world. Um, and also, it really got into the development of the characters. We saw the twins grow. We saw, um, you know, Junior grow. Like, Dre has grown in certain aspects. And Dre has grown a beard. There's that, too. Like, and it's grew a beard between uh, 2014 and now. Uh, but we just really saw a level of growth uh, with the characters. Um, but... You know, in Gronus, that hasn't happened. Um, and I think that it's because, and I've talked about it um, a while back, I think that largely the reason why is because of the fact that they believe that in this audience, especially the black women that watch this show and the women and teenagers that watch this show, that y'all want to see relationships. Y'all want to see Aaron and Zoe, you know, break up and make up 50 million times and her have a whole storyline around her just sticking around talking to Aaron's ex. I mean... Is, is that what y'all want? I mean, child, I guess at this point. But anyway, let's let's dive into it with Janae. There's no there's no more to say. And I think that with Janae, I think Janae's gonna feel me on this episode on today. But let's go on and bring her on. You're listening to Pulse Radio. From the shade room to your news feed, we brag different. You're locked into HBCU Pulse now trending worldwide. Janae. Hey, what's up, Pulse family? How you doing on today? Well, you know, I was doing good till I saw that slaw episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was doing really well. I got two naps in today. I usually don't get that. You know what I'm saying? Till I saw this, this episode today, I did have a good day. 
Well, first of all, let's address the two naps. Two naps is called sleep. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Why you said two naps? Like what? You went to sleep. Like what? The world you probably you probably you probably went to bed at eleven and woke up at uh, woke up at at seven. That's sleep first and foremost. But I'm glad you got your rest on today. So yeah, like Gronish was terrible. I think that you know you're gonna understand the vibe of where I'm going. But I talked all about it in the intro. So I want you to give us a rundown of how Gronish was. Okay, so we weren't here last week. So if you guys don't remember from last week, they pretty much were ending their vacation in Mexico. And Vivek hinted that, oh, there's a virus that just came from, I want to say they said Asia or whatever, and it's coming to America. You know how at first people weren't taking the virus seriously until we realized it was going to be a whole pandemic. So what we thought was that, okay, so the next episode, they're really going to cover the pandemic, they'll talk about how people were dying, that, you know, our president, quote unquote, uh, pre foreign president um, Donald Trump didn't do a good job of communicating the severity of the virus to the American people. There's just so many different things that they could have tackled, even vaccines. Well, granted, maybe not vaccines because we were still confused about the virus ourselves, but there's just so many different angles that the show could have taken to talk about the severity of COVID-19, even people losing their lives. Like, I even lost my grandfather to COVID. So, just talking about the severity of COVID-19 could have been like a really big moment for the show and for King of Bears because even in Blackish they talked about COVID-19 and how people who were first um, first line on defense had to be there and were literally fighting for their lives to people die in front of them and instead they just pretty much glossed over it like the COVID, COVID as a whole is just like an appetizer and relationships were literally the main course meal. So let me, let's get into this episode and why I think it was law. So of course I think it's law because I don't think they talked about the severity of COVID-19. I think that was just a ball dropped on their part. And then this episode pretty much starts out with Zoe comes back to school. They're all back in school, you know, getting ready for senior year. They're excited to be back or whatever. Um, they do mention that they weren't there on the fall semester, just how most colleges weren't in person for the fall semester, but they were back in person. Everything was fine in the spring semester, yet... Nobody was wearing a mask. There was barely any social distancing. Like they had the signs up, but like nobody had a mask. Nobody was look any type of social distance. Like it looked like COVID didn't exist in the world. Furthermore, in the episode, um, Zoe is trying to get an internship and she has to go through Rochelle. And Rochelle, if you guys don't remember, is Aaron's ex. And she's going there trying to get an internship with Rochelle's acting regular chill. Like, okay, you know, it's going to be hard to get an internship because people who had internships last year are going to get placed for this upcoming year. And it's just hard, especially depending on the field you're in. Internships are just hard to come by. But she was like, you know what? We're going to do what we have to do to get you an internship. And Zoe was like, oh, well, I'm surprised you're trying to help me. And Rochelle's like, why would you be surprised I'm trying to help you? Like, it's my job to get students internships. So she was like, oh, well, now she goes to this thing. Well, oh, should I tell her that, you know, me and Aaron are together and I feel bad because she's helping me find internships. So I should tell her that me and her ex are dating. And, every, and then Aaron's like, well, no, I didn't tell her, but it's not that deep. Like, what's the purpose of telling her? Like, me and you are together now. We don't, we don't go together no more. What's the purpose of you trying to tell her, oh, we date just because she's helping you? Whatever it is, what it is, do you? So now it's this whole battle throughout the episode of, oh, should I tell Rochelle? Should I not tell Rochelle? Would I be wrong? Da, 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 da. So eventually she goes and tells Rochelle at her job, by the way, mind you, she's at her job talking about some, oh, well, I just want to tell you that me and Aaron, we're, you know, we're together. I feel so bad. I just want to tell you because, you know, you're helping me and everything. And I would just feel wrong. And she's like, you didn't think that I knew you and my ex who y'all been together for six months. You didn't think I knew y'all was together? Like, I'm here to get students internships. I could care less about your relationship. And matter of fact, since we're talking about it, I even asked you to step away from him so that way we could have a relationship. You said that's fine, but then you go and have sex with him. And then you go and be with him. So I honestly don't have nothing to say to you. I don't want to talk to you. I'm only having a conversation with you because I'm helping you get an internship because that's my job. Anything else outside of that is a non-factor. And Zoe felt a type of way that she didn't want to be cool with the girl no more. And then she says, well, Rochelle says, bye, bitch. And when I tell you, if y'all saw the episode, it was the most forced bye, bitch, I have ever seen in my life. I have seen girls go at it over stupid, worse stuff. Like, worse stuff. And she says, bye, bitch. And then Zoe don't do nothing. Like, that would have been an automatic fight. So, well, that was I'll just say this. Zoe was never going to do anything because in right. that whole entire crew is, is, is a bunch of girls that ain't about that action. Because let's not forget, because I was watching, I remember I watched season two when Zoe find out, found out that Anna 
and Aaron were like creeping around, like sneaky link is the word we use now. And they were they were like each other, sneaky link. And then literally Anna's like, I wonder how Zoe feels. And then and then Zoe goes up and like drinks the milk and pours it in her cereal. She would have got knocked out then in real life. And then it was that point in time where you had uh Jazz, like they had beef over Doug. And then whole entire thing, I think of her, she did something with, with Zoe's drink, and Zoe did nothing. So I definitely expected for nothing to happen. Like, Zoe, Zoe not about that action. I'm telling you this much. This is how we know that they omit some things from the real world in Grownish. And I'm, I'm just going to go through some of my tweets, but I got to skip a tweet. So Zoe would never wear pink and green on the HBCU cameras and not be green. Because first and foremost, she would have to fight. Like, the fight would have happened before Rochelle, okay? She would have got caught on that yard. Don't walk by the plot, all right? She, she would have been, been on the ground from, from jump. So that's just the first thing. So that, that's that's the first unreal. But, like, five seconds in, she has on this this pink top, these green pants, and, like, the white this, these white bows. Like, she's a, a present to the world. Like, no, you're not at this point. But keep keep going. This is, this is you, you, You're giving my viewpoint, too. Keep going. Keep going. I'm listening. <laughs> that was another thing too like granted of course like colors are colors and you know but if like pink and green like that's a notable aka color like yeah. like literally like that's their colors so like and i don't and my thing is kenya bears those in hbcu so you're aware of the divine nine and you're aware of the divine nine colors now don't get me wrong the divine nine colors are pretty common colors yeah. you know green blue and white red crimson cream whatever but you know don't do that like what so Moving forward throughout the episode, we also talk about, uh, mind you, they're not talking about COVID, so let's keep this in mind. The next thing they talk about is Jazz. So Jazz doesn't want to run track anymore. Who who didn't see that coming? <laughs> like, who didn't see that coming? So she was actually in practice, and this dude that was their teammate came back and everything. He came back because he was gay, but he took a leave of absence because of his mental health. And she was like, so wait, you didn't lose your scholarship? And he was like, nah, because, you know, my mental health. So she's trying to use that as an excuse to not run track anymore. But the whole issue is you're a whole senior. You're finna graduate. Just run your last little year and keep pushing. But the only reason she was even tripping about it is because her coach said, well, if you keep these times up, 2024 Olympics looks good for you. And I guess that scared her. She doesn't want to commit to that, which, of course, I get committing to the Olympics is is big. It's big. Like, it's the Olympics. So, of course, that's going to be a huge time commitment. But it's your senior year of college. And you're on a scholarship. You don't have no money to pay for that last semester. No way. So just run. So now she wants to quit. And now she's trying to say that, oh, she's crazy and she has mental issues. So she doesn't want to run anymore. And that's obviously not going to work out for her. So I'm interested to see if they even choose that storyline of changing careers and changing lives. Because I would rather it be she wants to change her major and she realizes she doesn't want to go into the field she's studying for than her not running track. Like, that was her whole storyline for four years. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So that was the issue. And then the next thing we kind of go into is Vivek. So if you guys don't remember, Vivek is actually still going through a case right now because he got busted with drugs. So right now he has to go to community service. So to the outside world, we're thinking, okay, maybe his um, punishment or consequence was community service, nothing more, nothing less. And then at the end of the episode, we actually find out that Vivek is going to get expelled from the university, which, I mean... That's what happens when you have drugs, yeah. like you get stuff from college, you know, but usually in some schools, like you can have a case and your case just remain open. But if you get caught again, then they'll actually suspend you. So I wonder if they're going to actually play on that no. instead of just suspending the character, <laughs> instead of just suspending the character, because that usually what, what happens in real life. But yeah, so that's pretty much the episode. So you see how everything I mentioned had nothing to do with COVID-19 or the severity of COVID-19. And they introduced it like as a COVID episode. So, yeah. boom. Yeah, and it was a part of the description. And I just want to, and and I would play what I said last week, but you got me live right now. So I'm just going to break down essentially what I said on last week in my uh, review. And if you guys want to catch up on it, uh, go subscribe to Pulse Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, because we didn't do go live last week. So with COVID, so this is the part that really confuses me. So Gronin started in 2017, and we saw allusions to donald trump as president we saw kanye west we saw beyonce we saw what the start of like season three they mm -hmm. did um this whole entire uh beyonce inspired homecoming party so these are popular culture customs that you see sprinkled through grownish just like blackish nothing wrong with that except the the homecoming one that, that was bad but nothing wrong with talking about donald trump kanye west beyonce nothing's wrong with that 
So we've been in sort of like modern day with Grownish for a minute. And then, of course, we have the situation with COVID. So season three was cut up because they, they took a mid-season break and then it didn't come back because of the pandemic. I get it. So they delay it and they bring it back this year. Understandable. The episodes were trash. It was no continuity. And I think all of us were ready to see how the Grownish cast would react to COVID. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Season three, the end of season three was bad, but it was because they had to can those episodes and put them out later, just trying to just to, to savor the moment. So I'll let them be, all right? I want to see what they do season four. They have plenty of time. And you start off with them in Mexico, no mention of COVID, and it's a whole novella at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole Young and the Restless at this point. And I'm like, okay, what's sort of interesting? The SD story, and I was interested in all these different things. Then you have a terrible episode the next week. And then all of a sudden you're in Mexico and all of a sudden, oh, hey, it's this virus that's taking over the U.S. Oh, really? It's not anything too bad. Okay, so let, let, let's just, just do, just do the, the timing. So COVID was in March 2020 is when everything got shut down and Trump declared a national emergency. NBA shuts down. Rudy Gobert contracts it. Passes along Donovan Mitchell. Big story, right? So everything is shut down. Everybody was in college because I graduated um, uh, December 2019. So I was I was at home, so I was good anyway. But everybody left that was in college, right? So that was March 2020. Spring break happens. You don't come back. You move into the summer. So COVID is still a big thing. Then George Floyd happened. So this is summer 2020. You get back to campus, and some campuses are like, listen, you can come back on campus with restrictions. not going to be any large gatherings, any big events. Some schools stay online. Okay. And then you move into this next semester, which is spring 2021. It's, you know, vaccines are coming up. You know, got Joe Biden as the president. People are starting to get vaccinated. And people are just finishing up the school year. Spring football happens. Now we're here. That's the COVID timeline in a nutshell. So tell me how they don't know about COVID in Mexico. They go to Mexico, don't know about COVID. And then their fall semester is somehow canceled. And I guess it's spring 2021. Like that, that, and also it's the Olympics. So make it make sense. Can someone make it make sense for me how they did not know about COVID at all until they were in Mexico. They were able to get back to the United States without getting sick, without having a mask on, without anything. And all of a sudden now, well, COVID, yeah, COVID, I'm going I'm to I'm put some hand sanitizer on. Like, like I'm protecting, like the Pfizer vaccine with a corny jokes, man. Like, I, like can, can someone explain that to me? The COVID storyline still doesn't make sense. And folks were like, oh, well, Randy, you nitpicking. Why don't you like the show? Because it don't make sense. It doesn't make, like, like, how are you going to stay true to popular culture and then jettison past the most popular part of the popular culture that has happened? And then on top of this, now, granted, granted, for me, I, I did not watch all the whole pandemic season of, of Blackage, and I got to catch up on that. But was Zoe in those episodes? Because she even said, like, I think in the intro that, hey, we had to do schooling from our childhood rooms. I didn't see Zoe in the first couple episodes. Yeah, I watched the I didn't watch the whole um pandemic episode of Blackish. I watched enough though. The, a nice majority. I probably only missed like five episodes. Mm -hmm. But Zoe was not in none of those episodes. It really just covered the twins and junior and Devontae and then just a couple. You know, it didn't even cover Zoe. She wasn't even mentioned in these episodes. So I don't know if that was their way of trying to be up on the pop culture. Like people had to go home and live in their childhood rooms for a semester, but you weren't even in Blackish. They're not making it make sense, and that is my big thing. Like, at the very least, have some continuity. Like, I know people don't even like wrestling anymore, WWE, but at the very least, they have continuity. They have stuff where it's like, hey, John Cena, like, if you don't like Roman Reigns, act like it on Twitter. Like, like they, they, they act it out like that. I'm like, dude, like, like y'all can't have any connection even between your parent franchise, which is Blackish. That's just the part that ticks me off is that they're able to succeed and people are able to watch them and they're not trying anymore. And it clearly is showing because COVID and whatever, everything that happened in the in last summer and the presidential election is giving you a smorgasbord of content to talk about, but you're not. That's yeah. my problem. So even before we get into even the other parts of the episode where it devolved right into the whole entire old relationships, Rochelle, should I tell her? Like before it devolved into that, it was like, dude, 
Y'all are not making sense. It's giving. I'm writing this just because to get. I'm going to get paid. That's what it's giving. Like the, the passion is gone. Like, and I feel like the actors realize none of this makes sense. But they're doing it because it's like, man. Well, it's a pandemic. I, I need the money. At this point, it's like, dude. Who? Like, I don't think they care anymore. And then, and here's a perfect example. Did y'all see Hallie when she popped up in a clearly pre-recorded video? They, they got they got Hallie shooting her scenes for Little Mermaid like 15 times. Like she was she was not Sky in that in this episode. She was Hallie. Okay, like she over there, she talking like Hallie. Like she over there with, 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 with the towel on. They were like, "Hey, hey, listen, we need you for this episode real quick. Just talk to talk to your sister." Okay, I just got in the shower, but hold up, I can do it. Let, let me go and record real quick on my phone. Like literally, like. She didn't even have any conviction. And Janae, when she was doing the recap, acted better than Hallie. I'm like, what do I, like she always getting into the characters. I'm like, well, this was better than what Hallie did. So it's like the effort is gone. It's just like they're trying to stretch it out for money. And just because Freeform was like, listen, this is doing good on streaming. People are watching the streaming. You know, we got, you know, some popular, you know, actors in it and actresses in it. Let's just keep it going. It is just asinine to me. And I'm not even gotten to the storyline which was insane. But Janae, I just, I just, does that make sense? Do you understand the frustration that I have? Well, definitely. Well, as a mass con major, like the biggest thing is show don't tell and everything has to make sense. Exactly. So first off, like the line when she said, I'm protected like the Pfizer vaccine and wrong. Like that was whack, like corny. But that just didn't make sense as a whole. And then was saying and i don't know like then on top of that like the timeline didn't make sense like why does jazz want to quit track your senior year of college like and then my thing is if it's that spring semester don't all y'all graduate i haven't heard nobody talk about graduation last time we mentioned that was when aaron was graduating and like and why is aaron still kicking it with them like that ain't a grown man (laughs) well aaron's still getting his masters like from they don't talk about that still. He he's kicking it around folks that in undergrad. He's dating a girl that's that's an undergrad. He's getting his masters. They're never in class. He he never is doing anything because he's supposed to be working for the school too. Just sort of like you know defer his tuition. Haven't seen him work for the school at all. They just got back from Mexico. Randy just got back from Mexico. I get it. But at the same time, it's like the storylines aren't even fully connecting. So let's get into the storylines. I don't know how much time we want to spend on this, on this, on this coleslaw, as you call it. Okay. It, it, it's because cold, I, I hate it, coleslaw. So you said slaw. It, it, it just, it just summoned in my mind that real sour taste that I, <laughs> I, I would taste when my, when my, my mom would bring in Kentucky fried chicken and he's like, try the coleslaw, Randall. And I tasted it. And I'm like, man, I get that napkin. And I, I do what I do in that napkin, and I'm like, oh, that was good. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not. We're not gonna lie today. All right. So I, I tweeted a couple of things on the HBCU polls. Follow us on Twitter. And you know, this is the first thing I said, and we talked about it. I see what Grown is trying to do. The storyline still doesn't make sense. They were just like, how do we insert COVID into this? I feel like they wrote the episode and was like, okay. So I feel like if we don't put COVID in, that's opening us up to get criticized. So how do we stick COVID in here to make it make sense? It didn't. Of course, we talked about Zoe be, being a K this episode. Okay, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she's gonna be adult to next episode at this point. We we just we just gonna see what what she does with the red, red and white at this point. So here's the thing that really got to me too. So this show, can we agree that this show is about relationships? Yeah, it's not about college anymore. Like I don't even remember the last episode I even saw them in the classroom. <laughs> like, like y'all not struggling. Y'all have midterms. Like nothing. Like what's going on? Y'all not applying to grad school. Like at this point, but- at this point, and then like it's crazy because like COVID is just a side to relationships. That's why I tweeted. Like COVID is literally just an aside. Everything is an aside. Police brutality is going to be an aside. When Aaron, you know, was was trying to get them to defund from the, the, to divest from the prison system, that was a side to his relationship with Zoe. Like all the all these storylines that could be powerful, then are treated as side items like ketchup or water to this menu of relationships. And it's something that just to me doesn't make sense because it's it, I just. Man, it's so many powerful storylines they, they could have done with the divesting from the prisons, really getting into it. I feel like, you know, it could have been a, an SGA election. It could have been so many things that were done, but they decided to take the easy way out and just go consistently for relationships and not even make it make sense. And Zoe, I tweeted this. 
Zoe makes my skin crawl. Like she literally makes my flesh crawl. Everything is always about her, especially when it comes to other people like Rochelle. Even the issue with Rochelle was like, oh, she doesn't like me? Is she mad at me? Maybe I should apologize so she could treat me better. Like, and oh, she's doing all of this for me, but does she know that I'm with Aaron? Like everything, it doesn't go to, well, I did her dirty. And I was wrong. I take full responsibility. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull it to the side and I'm going to apologize because I did wrong. I need to let her know I did wrong. No, that's not what she did. It's all about I, I, I. Because she's like, well, well, if she's helping me, she should know that I, that, 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 that I took her man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just, that didn't make any sense. Like, I, and, and here's the story. Here's the, the big thing I tweeted and I put it on post. And maybe the folks that are watching on HP Post Instagram Live right now came from this post. So this is the, the talk. I, I can write an episode of Gronish in a tweet. And this is what I did. The basis of Gronish is Zoe discovers something and has an anxiety attack. Because clearly she has anxiety. And she, and she, she, when she showed it in an episode where she fell out over Doug with, 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 uh, with, with, with Hallie. With, 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 which one is it? Jazz. She fell out with Jazz. So we saw she had a bit of anxiety, had a whole anxiety panic attack on the stairs over her phone. So we know she has a level of anxiety, right? So she just has an anxiety attack. She goes and confronts whoever. Then her friends have an intervention. And they're like, listen, all right, here's what you need to do. Don't worry about X, Y, Z. And then somehow, some way, things always work in her favor. She never gets a consequence. But you'll be like, well, Randall, she got cussed out by, by, by Rochelle. No, because at the end of the day, who's she going back home to? Rochelle's ex. And then when she came back and pushed the white girl that was just trying to trying to get to get her internship with what with, with who Rachel Roy who, who trying to get an internship with like Joe like, like Joey Black what what was that Bill Black something like that it was some streetwear um company for fashion so shall <laughs> I, I guess anyway you know what I'm saying so you know like it, it, it just like it always works out for her and then you have Rochelle that we're probably not gonna see Rochelle again for the rest of this season. Because she had played her purpose. She gave Zoe, like, you know, this internship. She made sure Zoe got it so, so Zoe could graduate. I promise you, we're not going to see Rochelle again. If we do, I'll be surprised. But that's her That's her story. And basically, Zoe has no consequence. Yeah, you know, Rochelle cussed her out, and it, was, and it was forced, like you said. But it was something that was needed. But at the same time, it's like now she literally had a moment where she was about to sort of break down and was sort of like, Man, just, just just leave. Just please, just leave. Because first she was sort of like, oh, let me get out of here. But then it was like, man, you did me dirty, X, Y, Z, just leave. And then it's like, that's the last thing we're going to see from Rochelle probably for the rest of this series. And Zoe goes back to Aaron like nothing happened. And, and it's like, well, her dad's coming the next episode. I want to know her dad comes for because it's like she done made a whole bunch of irresponsible decisions from dropping out and then coming back and then the Joy Badass storyline. All these all these, these different things. And you want to know something else, too? Let me ask this, Janae. And we didn't talk about this before. Did you watch Power, Power Book 3 Raising Canaan this Sunday? It came out. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. But I will tell you this. Joy Badass was in this show, right? And he was Joy Badass. Mm-hmm. That man can act. Mm-hmm. Like, really? grown it, yes. He can act. And it shocked me because it was a point where I'm watching and I'm like, yo, is that Joey? I'm like, wait, that couldn't, that couldn't be that man. Because I, I knew it was only in the show. I'm like, now I know what, what Power does. Power switches up. Like they had, they had Kendrick as a crackhead. You know, with, 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 with 50 Cent and Kane are very similar at this point. But but you, you had MC Light was a lawyer. So you have like the guest stars that are on the show. Method Man's a lawyer. So it's like they'll normally switch up their persona. But it's like, okay, What's Joe? What's Joey gonna be in 1990? What is it gonna be? And I'm like, okay, he's this drug dealer. And I'm like, yo, his lines and his his vernacular, how he's handling and carrying the scene, he's a good foil. You know what I'm saying to Kanan's mom. And it's like I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? Like Joey was held back on Gronish. Like mm-hmm. Sweetie probably could could be a better a better actress. She might be a <laughs> Kiki Palmer, and we just don't know. You know what I'm saying? But it's like we don't know because she they're on limited a show that's so limited in what you can display from your acting ability. Like it was so crazy how like and I give you a perfect example with the twins. The twins are my favorite characters, and I get it in real life. How they got to go chase that bag, and I salute her, Little Mermaid. We got to go check that thing out, but. I just feel like even they, even their characters have been slighted. 
Because yeah. Sky and Sky and Jazz were such interesting characters, and now they just their whole moment has been ruined. And mm-hmm. then like with everyone, every character on that show, Vivek, Doug wasn't in this episode, but Vivek to the Forrester twins to Aaron, even to Yara's a better actress than this. This is mm-hmm. not a diss to Yara. Yara is a better actress than this. Yara is deep in real life. She is powerful. She's poetic. That girl has range. She even showed some level of range in Blackish. If y'all remember, I always go back to the episode where Junior wanted to go out to that protest. And Mm -hmm. then, like, she had that moment where she was sort of trying to act careless, but then she sort of had like a little moment where it's like, no, I don't want you to get hurt. Like, that was a level of range and emotion that she's shown that wasn't even shown here. So, your response to being called a bitch is to like be like, oh, I thought that'd be a little bit, a little bit worse. So that that's real life. Oh, I thought, I thought she called me something a little bit worse. I thought she called me the scum of the earth. I thought, I, 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 I thought she dragged me over this desk like like we in the WWE. Like, really? So so that's your response. You're not gonna be like, who, who are we talking to her? Oh wow. But it's just like, oh, I thought I'd be worse. Well, okay. See you later, right. girl. I'm like, what? Like, like I, I just, I just don't get it, Janae. I just don't. And it's like, like just, 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 mo- just moving through it. Like Zoe freaking out over everything just is not character development. It isn't. And I wish that the, the writers would stop treating it like it is. It's not the basis for a story. And I told you this as we were doing the prep is this. Like when I wrote my, my book of Queen's Pain, go get it on Amazon and hpspost.com. One of the devices that I used for the character of Raynetta was sort of like that anxiety type of vibe that we see from Zoe. Where it's like, oh, she's frantic and, you know, she's she's has these moments where she'll fall into, you know, this depression and feeling like she's inadequate. And, you know, Raynetta in the book, she wants to be Greek. She wants to be this campus queen and she's running for this position. And she has these moments where it's so cyclical where she goes through this level of feeling down about herself. And then she gets back up and goes back down. It's a plot device because it's an internal battle that she's going through that we're playing out on the page. But at the end of the book, you see at the very least a level of growth even within the change of the organization that that yeah. Renetta wants to join. Go read the book just to hear more about it. But it's like, even I use that level of outrage, so I get it from a writing sense, but it has to be some level of growth. Even with what they tried to do, where she literally went to her job and found out a job about something she already knew about, is like this. The level of growth is, I realized I did wrong. I need to just give her some space. Once again, Zoe made this about her. If you were going to give her space, give that girl space. Let that girl help you and move on. But it's still about her, and she just simply just hasn't grown, and it's so frustrating. I just, Janae, I don't know. At this point, I don't know. How, I, let me ask you this, because you have been the defender of Gronish on, on this these episodes for a minute, but you said this episode was slaw. Okay, coleslaw. We're going to call it coleslaw. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you think at this point is episode three, you saw episode two, we're moving into Dre is going to make an appearance next episode. And then we're going to see the, the black lives matter episodes that are inspired by George Floyd and everything that was going on in the summer of 2020. What do you think grownish can do to get better? What do I think grownish can do to get better is a, is a very loaded question in a mm. sense, but I would say first, like just, just let's just go back to school with it. Continuity, like make it make sense. Like the timeline doesn't make sense. Like the, like these characters decisions does don't make sense. And I get that, you know, we get older, we make dumb decisions, but at the same time, I feel like there's no wisdom behind these decisions. I feel like there's not a lot of thought behind it. And I, you know, and it makes me feel like they think young people are stupid because you know, in every decision that young adults make, it literally shapes the rest of their lives. And I feel like these characters are just making aimlessly dumb decisions for no reason. Like, I remember one reason why, even though Jazz's heart wasn't into track prior to that, she wanted to give it up for Doug. And now her and Doug aren't together, so now what's the reason for her to give it up? Like, if she, her heart's not in it, that's fine, but we haven't really explored why her heart's not in it. And... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and granted, your passions can change and everything, but we haven't even seen something that could have been different for her passion to change, you know? So one, I think continuity is a big thing that needs to happen for the show to change. Number two, I need them to 
talk about more than just relationships. Like me and my friends, we had this conversation yesterday. We're pre-stressing about, should I go to graduate school or should I just work? Um, what graduate school do I want to go to? Um, this internship is offering me this. I want to get this fellowship. Like, I want to get this. I think I want to travel. I don't want to go to school. You know, I don't want to move back home. Like, there's so many different things that me and my friends are currently pre-stressing about right now that we just had a conversation about and that I even have with my other friends. And that's not being reflected in what I'm watching. Another thing that I think should change is one of the friend groups. Like, I just think that, first of all, I love all my friends, but majority of the friends I have now, some of them I didn't even meet to my sophomore year in college or until I joined the organization and now I have sisters. So you got the same friends for freshman year and y'all don't get along. Y'all not really friends. The common denominator is Zoe, but Zoe and Luke are not together, so why is Luke there? I mean, Doug is only really cool with Aaron and Vivek he's not really cool with the girls like that and him and jazz not together so he has no reason to talk to zoe no reason to talk to um Anna, no reason to talk to nomi nomi's pregnant so she's kind of just there for the vibes in a sense and where the baby at <laughs> where's the baby at where is, where is the baby at like it's just a lot of things that just don't make sense and i don't like that it i feel like it's not a deep show it's very surface level and young people truly have more going on outside of their relationships majority of my friends are single i only have two friends that are even in relationships so can we talk about something else please exactly and and like does the baby go back to heaven for a little second and then come back down when when, when that whenever nomi's done counsel, counseling zoe like it, it the, the baby just disappeared so here's here's what i want to do right so I wish I had my CNN breaking news ticker, but I didn't have the time to pull it up because I was trying to pull up everything here. So I have some episode snippets and or descriptions uh, for the next, I think, few episodes. So we're going to be on this episode three. So we have episode four uh, that is going to be coming up. I, 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 I think I found episode four. Okay, yeah, I have episode four. I have everything four, five, six, seven, and eight. And it's going to be two other episodes. We don't have those descriptions. So spoiler alert for anybody watching whether it's, or listening on the podcast or whether it's YouTube. If you don't want to hear these episode descriptions, please tune away. Everybody on the Instagram live, live with us. Don't leave all at once. Just stay. You, you, you'll be fine. Uh, don't have us where it's like, oh, dang, everybody left. Um, but so let's talk about what's going to go on next week. So this is the synopsis. So after learning about his expulsion, Vivek dreads telling his parents about his failures. Dealing with the aftermath of Mexico, Dre questions Zoe's recent choices. Doug meets a new resident at Hawkins. So I think that Doug's going to meet a girl because I, I forgot that there's this new girl that's joining. Because we saw the guy um, that, that yeah. you know, of course, that that uh, that uh, Jazz spoke to. Was that, uh, yeah, Jazz spoke to um, that was running track. And I think that Doug is going to meet this girl. That's what mm -hmm. I think is, is, is going to happen because she, the other girl I saw, she's a series regular now. Dre is going to come in and outact everybody. It's going to be so funny. Like, he's going to come in and just literally take everybody's lunch at this point, just like how he did when he came in with the Luca thing. That's going to be so funny when she dropped, when she dropped out or whatever happened. So here's when I think it gets interesting. And basically, I just watched the NBA Finals, right? So as, as you saw, the Bucks came down from 2-0, and they won the championship. Shout out to Giannis. Go check out my commentary on that on Post Radio. So... This could be the moment where grownness could become like the Bucks and then take us back and get us loving it again as they get canceled. Can need to get canceled still? Okay, we'll talk about that later on. So here is the next episode, episode five. This, this is going to happen in, on August the 5th. A boy is a gun. And I think that's a very interesting title. After an unarmed black man is shot by the police, the crew reacts in different ways to the news. Okay. See, look at what's about to read next. Keela and Doug butt heads when she wants to use his party to raise awareness. So it's going to be a party and it's going to be a character named Keela that's going to come and she's the new recurring actress that's going to be on this show. Watch me be right. Y'all keep this in mind, all right? So I think that's going to be an interesting episode and I think we're going to see some dimension from Doug and I feel as if we're going to get that blackish style commentary or not even going to black and not even being lazy like the campus consent episode, that was good conversation. The genius episode, that was good conversation. The mental health episode, that was good conversation. So I don't necessarily hate Grownish for the sake of hating it. I'm not Skip Bayless to LeBron James. It's some episodes that I actually really liked and enjoyed. 
but that conversation is gone. So maybe, just maybe, episode five, August the 5th, it comes back. But we'll see. All right, so then we move into the next one. So it's not just one episode, it's two. So episode six, put your hands where my eyes could see. The crew hits the streets of Los Angeles to fight for racial justice and equality. Nomi confronts her white fragility. (laughs) (laughs) While Anna and and Javi reach a boiling point in their relationship. So if you read the complex article where they covered what's going to go on in Gronis these next few episodes, Anna and Javier are going to get into a battle over uh, defunding the police. So I think Anna is going to take the place of where she's going to be pro-protest and pro-defunding the police, and Javier's going to take the, the, the conservative approach. So I think that could be a very nuanced episode. I would love to see Aaron have his place in that episode. I don't know. I, is, is Zoe going to be in this episode? Is she going to just go, go back to Mexico? I, I wonder what's going to happen to her. Uh, and, and, or, or maybe Yara comes out. Maybe Yara's like, listen, y'all, I'm not Zoe no more. We need, we, we, we need, we need to do X, Y, Z. So maybe that happens. But interesting premise. Interesting. I'm just saying so then we move on to, to episode seven. Okay, we move on to episode seven. And this is August 19th. So y'all gonna be back in school. Y'all, y'all don't even be thinking about grownish, man. Y'all gonna be like, we back on campus. Y'all not be worried about no grownish, but I will. Because <laughs> look at my life. Okay. Like I, I got the time to watch grownish at this point. So, you know, I, I'll be I'll be talking about it. So episode seven, when Zoe's ideas are used without credit by her boss, she debates on whether to speak up and risk her internship or sit silently. Jazz seeks medical leave from the track team by going to therapy. You see, see, I was going to, they're going to try to use this to, go, to talk about therapy. Aaron tries to make a good impression on who the world may never know. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to see what happens on August the 19th. And this is the last episode that we have. So remember from what we know, season four for right now is 10 episodes. So normally when it shrinks from a, a 20 episodes to 10, that's a sign that they about to get it out of there. They did the same thing with the game on BET. So we're going to see what happens. And maybe they might come back again and do like, you know, the second part of season four in the winter. And that's their coronation. We'll see. But here's episode eight on August 26th. After Luca calls out Zoe's boss on social media for stealing Zoe's ideas, Zoe tries to regain control over cancel culture, but things backfire. Jazz and Des grow closer as Jazz teaches herself to lean on Sky Less. Okay, so Des is gonna be a character that pops up. It was Des the guy that that's the, yes. the new track guy. Okay, is he bisexual? Is he not gay? Why are they getting closer? Like like like, and then why are they get closer? It's COVID. They just they should be further apart. But nevertheless, okay, okay. I COVID 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 only exists for in in one building in Cronus. It only exists in the building where Zoe getting an internship. Everywhere else, it don't exist. I get it. And in Mexico, it don't exist either. So these are the next few episodes that are coming up. All right, I think, and I want to get your take on it. I think that possibly, possibly going into a boy with a gun, there's going to be episode five after the one where Drake appears. I think August, they turn over a new leaf. I think in August, they get topical, they get timely, and we really start to delve into the storylines in a real way. And maybe, just maybe, Gronish saves itself and goes out on a good note before it gets canceled. Okay. I read all the synopsis. Everybody like tell your folks that left. They didn't want to hear it. No, no one cares about Gronish as much. Everybody still stayed. Tell them to come back if they did though. What do you think, Janae? What do you think? Well, I will say all the synopsis do sound interesting and I feel like it's not surface level level topics, um, especially anything with Black Lives Matter, defunding the police, very heavy topics that were discussed during the summertime of the pandemic. So I think that's a really good thing to touch upon. Um, I think that, of course, women in the workforce is a good thing to tackle on, especially because Zoe was just in the workforce. So seeing how she will combat getting her design stolen, especially like with over the pandemic, we've recently been seeing how companies such as Sheen and other companies have taken black creators designs and have sold them on those sites and everything. And then they'll finally get outed for taking a black creator's design. So I think that's a really good conversation to have because that's a real thing. Like a lot of black creators designs have been getting stolen. Even if you look on TikTok, like these white creators 
they'll stuff being shown on the for your um the FYP page for your um own page or whatever. But it was from a black TikTok creator and they don't get credit for that. So I think there could be a really good conversation about that. Um, especially like even in music, how Elvis Presley stole a lot of music from black artists, you know? So I definitely think there can be a lot of good things out of these episodes and these topics. Um, I, I'm even a fan of seeing Nomi challenging white fragility. I actually wrote a research paper on white fragility, but it's more in the film and TV space, not so much within like police brutality or in friend groups. But I think that would be a good thing to display too. Like if you have a very diverse friend group, how do you guys have these conversations? Because I don't, I don't have any white friends. I just don't. So I don't have to, you know, I don't really have that. I don't have white friends anymore. I'm sorry. So I don't have to have these conversations, but if you have a very eclectic friend group, how does those conversations work? And does your perspective change because you have these people in your life or are you rigid, you know? So there's a lot of different things that I feel like can be tackled. Um, And I feel like if it's, executed well it could be really good so maybe it will save itself i'm not sure i don't want to get my hopes up because you know as a person who is a fan of the show i recently it's been getting hard because it's like i'm not seeing any character development um anything of that nature i'm not seeing topics being um tackled for real for real but i believe that these next few topics could be something great if executed correctly right and and i just want to say that i don't have any white friends either however i did work in can I say a predominantly white? I don't know, because it was three black folks. It was, I was the third black person, clearly. And it was like three white people. So I, I guess it was it was 50-50. You know what I'm saying? It was integration, okay, <laughs> when I, where I work. And, I, and every time the topic of Donald Trump would come up, I would just conveniently put on my AirPods and just get to work, because I'm like, I don't got time to talk to y'all about that and all the different stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I, 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 don't, I don't know how those conversations went, because I, I blocked them out using my, my trusty fan white noise, because I, I would play a fan white noise in my ear. When I, when I focus. So I, I, I've had, I guess, similar experiences to that. But, you know, here's what I think about this eighth episode. So if you remember in, in the promo, you see um, Aaron check Luca and say, yo, keep, yo, um, keep, keep um, your, your, my girl's name out your mouth. And then Luca said, you know, you should be stepping up. So this is, so this is Luca stepping up for Zoe. So what I think is this, reading this synopsis, I think that episode eight is where they fumble the bag. It's almost like it's Tennessee State versus Jackson State Southern Heritage Classic. And it's like some Tennessee State, Jackson State, they get the ball, interception, and they running for a pick six. And then you get almost there to the end zone and you trip and fumble the ball. And then the other team gets it and runs it back in for a touchdown. That's what I think is going to happen at this point. Because they they cannot resist it. It's it's like like like, like it, it's like kryptonite. Like it's like a mouse trap where you got cheese on the trap and the mouse gonna go in there knowing well they gonna they gonna get caught. I feel like the relationship angle is just there. I think and this might happen. I think that Zoe falls back in love with Luca for Luca standing up for her. I hope that's not the case. That's dumb. Cause I mean I can see why he would stand up for her just because he is a designer. So I can see from a designer standpoint, okay, I'm going to stand up for her as a fellow black designer. We are, even though we're not cool no more as a designer, I'm going to stand up for her. And I just think it's wrong. So like, I hope it's just that angle. It would be really dumb for them to just go back to the whole, oh, Luca versus Aaron and everything. I would be so pissed off actually. Cause why? I feel it. No, I feel it, but it, it's there. I, I just, I just, I feel as if they, they don't know who they want to put Zoe with. So I think that this is what breaks up um, Aaron and Zoe. I think that, you know, that aspect and them them getting into it with each other and maybe Zoe's like, why are you getting into it with my ex? You're doing too much. I think this is what breaks them up. Almost a rehash of what happened, you know, with the Cash and Luca situation. I feel like this might be something that breaks them up and leads her back to Luca. Like, I just think that they don't know where how to pair Zoe and they don't really know how to grow Zoe because on Blackish, they made her limited outside of a couple times where she wasn't. They they didn't give her a lot of characters they didn't, they didn't give her a lot of character development on Blackish, so I think that they're limited to a certain degree. But I mm-hmm. think that this is when you know they drop the ball, and it it just it just goes into the whole entire thing of where they had Ryan Destiny they dropped the ball. They've had amazing storylines that, that they didn't make it happen, and then even with with you know the cancel culture situation, I just want to see how they tackle cancel culture because that's a very Blackish type of topic, and Blackish might have covered that. You know what I'm saying? With, with Cam's coach. I think that, um, well, granted, 
the world covered cancel culture when Chris Brown was on Blackish. The world sort of <laughs> did that for uh, Kiki Barris and then when they talked about why why is Chris Brown on on a on a family show? That was a different mm-hmm. thing with, with the Uvu situation. But yeah, I mean it's it's interesting enough. I just I don't know, and I feel the same way that you do. So let's do this, okay? So we like someone said in the comments. They said we give all the tea information on on, on Gronish. We try, okay? We definitely try, and we get we gave y'all a lot of exclusive right now. All right. So and and by the way, I'm, I'm not gonna hold, hold out. Go to Rotten Tomatoes and you'll see the synopsis. Okay, just go to Rotten Tomatoes, click click Gronish, and see all the fresh tomatoes of the folks that's lying about it being good, and then just click season four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You know, it was in my bank account at this point. You know what I'm saying? And then you'll you'll see all the synopsises at this point. But let me ask you this, um, Janae. So you said the episode was slow. Okay. Very much. You you started with that. So what's your rating for it? My rating is actually like literally a two out of ten. Mm. I'm only giving it a two just because I mean it was shot nice. I mean it's usually shot nice. Like it's not nice but storyline was trash it was honestly boring show like i woke up i remember randall texted me and he was like you ready for the show i was like oh it's thursday it's time to watch <laughs> <laughs> it's time to watch girl this i'm like okay so i actually woke up from my nap to watch the show and i was so bored i'm like i'm either really tired or if this is just a very boring episode like it was boring i think the dialogue was forced i believe that even when zoe was trying to make things right rochelle however you want to call it it was with a selfish intent and that shows a lack of character development and lack of growth in her and i just personally didn't like the fact that she literally had a whole aka fit on like, <laughs> like it's a wednesday like is she finna go to the courtyard like what like what are you doing so um, definitely a two out of ten. Only giving it a two because I just like the way it was shot. Per usual, it's always shot well. So it is, and and I think Gronish, Gronish won an award recently for their cinematography or their mm-hmm. lighting. Um, yeah. and I was like, Gronish won an Emmy, but I'm like, oh, that makes that makes perfect sense. I have no problem with that because it's it's shot beautifully. Um, this episode was shot well. Um, but and and they they've, they've had Zoe dressed like a mannequin, man. So I hope, I hope they don't win for costume anymore. I'll tell you. Um, but if you give it a two out of 10, like it gets a negative 1908 from me at this point, <laughs> like, like at this point, man, cause it's like dog, like it, it's just, it's not good. It's just not good. Like it, I don't want to just go over everything that I've mentioned already, but it's just not good, man. I'm sorry. Like, and I know I, I said this when I did the recap and my three, my quick thoughts on, on last week. I know I'm not the demographic. Like, dude, I was watching the NBA Finals. I was, but I had time to watch Gronis too. You know, I, have to, I just I run an HBC page. I'm like, might as well, you know, content. Might as well. So I know they're not saying, what does Randall think? What what do the guys in the barbershop think about us? Like, they don't they don't care. What, what, what are the, how, how do we get these folks to watch the NBA Finals and watch Gronis? I, I'm pretty sure they don't care about how what we think. But at the same time, as a creative, as a writer... As someone that does this media thing and knows that, you know, the sensitivity of how you handle, you know, the image of black women, the image of institutions, the image of college life, and even being confronted with it at, at certain cases within running an HBC page of you're not covering this school enough, you're not doing this enough, like being confronted with some some feelings that people feel about how I do business, how I do things. It's like I, I can see where Kenya Barris is coming from. And I'm like, dude, like, I just want you to be great. All I wanted Gronis is to be, I didn't want it to be a different world. And if I said that, I shouldn't have said that. I don't want it to be a different world. For me, I probably, because I did want it to be my different world, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was a big fan of, I'm a big fan of Blackish. I still am a big fan of Blackish. Like, I watched it all the time in high school. I still watch it to this day. And Zoe was actually one of my favorite characters. I always used to say, if me and Zoe, like in real life, me and Zoe would have been best friends. I oh, no, y'all would. No, y'all, we would have hated that girl. Yeah. Not now, not now. But I used to say that all the time when I was younger, because like yeah. I saw myself in her, and I'm a big fan of Yara Shahidi. Like we're our brothers are a day apart. She's my Aquarius sister. He told me so, that. <laughs> like I've always been a big fan of her. And then when I saw that a college show was coming out and it was starring a black woman, like I was like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be our different world. Because that's what even inspired me to go to an HBCU. And then they did have a promo on it, and of course there was a debate of okay, should it be HBC or PWI? And granted, they did go the PWI route, which I disagree, but whatever. Um, and then we get to it, it's just like, it's relationships. It's, 
okay, you got these people from different backgrounds, but they don't really coincide with one another. Like they really don't intersect well. And I would probably say I may have given that pressure for it to be the next different world. And maybe that was a mistake because certain shows like that are once in a lifetime shows. Nobody will yeah. ever be able to recreate that, especially the time in which it was produced. Yeah. We the, don't live in those times anymore. Yeah, and the times were, were very interesting because of the fact, and granted, we're sort of living in a recreation of it, but also you couldn't be limited to, oh, social media. Oh, Cat Cash defended his girlfriend being called a slut or whatever. Like you couldn't do those simple storylines back then because like they had phones that was on the walls. They had to pay for the phone. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and like so it's like you couldn't do those simple storylines. And, you know, in defense of Gronish and Kenya Barris and them, the reason why they didn't do an HBCU show, because they didn't want to make it a Cosby show, different world thing. Now they did the the Junior at Howard thing. And I felt like they they dropped the ball with that one. I think that Junior going to Howard would have been different um, if they yeah. would have gotten that clearance to, to shoot a Howard, use Howard's likeness, which I feel like Howard would have went for that as we as we see them, them have the whole all-star team down there. Like they would have went for that. But, you know, I, I just I, I didn't I, like I wanted it to be a different world, but I, I think what I wanted it to be more so I wanted it to be its own thing. And yeah. I wanted it to carve out its own niche because I think that just the cast was was full of young heavyweights, and then yeah. you bring in you, you bring in Diggy too. You bring in Diggy, and Diggy's someone that all the girls were liking, and he already had had you know that 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 cachet with us. You bring Trevor straight off Burning Sands, mm-hmm. and then that was a college movie that was actually very gritty and really good and very very controversial at, at, at that yeah. time, but not as controversial as it could have been. I think it would have been worse now. Like that that like it would have blown up if it was out now. But, you know, you, you, br- you bring him in from Burning Sands. You bring, you know, Hallie and Chloe, and, you know, they're growing these superstars. Then you have, you know, these actresses that, and, and also Akron and Vivek, that are not all that much known quantities, but they have a lot of talent. I was really excited just to see where they went with it. I, I was really excited. But, you know, it just, they, they, they usurped the expectation. And I just wanted it to be a topical show where I could laugh about Donald Trump, about voting and all these different things. And it was that to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And I think season two, they caught a stride, even though it was moments that I hated, like the whole entire storyline with um, the party with Doug being there. I hated that storyline, her having a panic attack over her cell phone and also her friends not talking to her. Like that, that was, yeah, but I mean, but it was, but at the same time, I think that it was good enough. Mm-hmm. But to me, grownness just dropped the ball because I think that they don't respect the viewer. They don't respect, and because like I said, they don't care about me, but they don't respect you, Janae, because they, they don't respect you. They don't, they don't respect the young lady that was in here that said she's a fan. Her name is Zoe, and she's a fan of grownness. I don't know if she's still in here on the live. They don't respect her. They don't respect the girls that are in college. They don't, they don't, they don't respect, you know, and, and they don't respect the religion. They don't respect folks that's been raped they don't respect folks that have stds they don't, they don't respect folks that are a part of the lgbt the lgbtq community they don't respect these folks and they're like we're just gonna write something and it's just gonna pop off because we're a part of disney because it's free form with the only show on the market right now and it's just gonna be straight and there's mm-hmm. no competition because disney's a, a a power powerhouse and the one thing you have is bet with the quad and they canceled that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so I just I don't I don't just to, go, to move into the final question before we leave, um, and I'll start off because clearly I, I've talked about Gronas being canceled. I think that Gronas should be canceled. I think that at the very least, if you don't want to cancel it, fine, end it this season. It's been four years. We don't want to see Zoe anymore. Give everybody else a different show. Like let's just do All American Homecoming. And if that's bad, we'll get on that. If that's bad, like we're not we're not gonna be like, oh wow, it's an HBCU. If it's a bad show, we'll get on it. You know what I'm saying? If it's good, we'll say so. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just feel like there, there's nothing more to accomplish here. If you're not gonna try, and you're gonna continue to do these tired storylines about relationships, these tired this tired dialogue, the actors aren't trying, and then you're just killing Vivek. Vivek only had like a couple good episodes. The one where he was about cultural appropriation. And I will even throw you a bone with the one about, you know, basically sexual sexual um, fluidity. I'll give you that one. That was at the very least compelling, although it was sort of male bashing. I'll give you that one. It was different. You know what I'm saying? But he hadn't had any, any real episodes for real. 
And now you have a storyline to really get him in. We ain't seen his girlfriend. He's getting suspended. He he has these weird moments where you're trying to make him the Charlie of Gronish, and it just simply doesn't work. I just think that at this point, they're not passionate about it anymore. So if you're not passionate about it, leave it alone, cancel it. Let's move on to the next thing. Or maybe, maybe you, you, you let Yara move on. Let her be an EP. Let her go to, is she still at Harvard? Let her go to Harvard. Those are some hard classes over there. Let her get a degree. Give her an EP situation. And, and just do it, just start over. Do it with Anna and them, just like the episode 10 of season three, how they did it. Mm-hmm. I think it should be canceled. But, Janae, what do you think at this point as a fan, as a member of the demographic? What do you think? Well, I definitely think that the first step in when you create content is you create it for the, like, whoever is watching your show should feel reflected in what they watch. That's the biggest reason for why representation is important. That's why I believe that he even started this franchise with Blackish, Mixedish, and Grownish is that so people of this generation can feel reflected in the shows that they watch and be reflected positively. And I just don't feel like that's happening anymore. Like I think it had a good intention. It started out with that was the, you know, the goal and everything to have a good, a young, beautiful black woman who's intelligent on a screen and different things of that nature comes from a good home, you know, positive and everything of that nature. However, I think the show has just gone down and it hasn't really done its purpose. And I feel like if you haven't even done your purpose or if you don't feel like you're living in your purpose or if it's no longer serving the people that it's supposed to really enjoy the content, then why are we doing it? So I definitely think that this needs to be the last season. Um, I don't want to say cancel it right now because you know, people need their checks. So I definitely would say um, end it out with a bang. Hopefully it ended out with a bang and just keep it pushing. You know, let everybody kind of go their separate ways. Let this be the show to launch all of their careers indefinitely and kind of go from there. Uh, I think the show has just gone downhill. I don't feel like it, there's any passion behind it. I don't feel represented anymore. I feel like they're talking about very surface level topics and I just don't know who this is for because like even in my personal friend groups, like I said, we were just pre-stressing yesterday about grad school, life after college and everything of that nature. And those things are even being tackled. They could have at least tackled, oh, Aaron got a job and he's moving away. Is Zoe going to follow him? Because like, that happens in real life. People follow each other when they're in relationships and everything of that nature. So in conclusion, I don't feel like the show is truly serving the market. I don't feel like it's really good at this point. I think it's going downhill and it needs to end. Mm. And we're not asking for it to be a different world. We're asking for it to be good and be represent- representative of something. And it's not. So what are we doing this for? Exactly. So overall, I guess the general consensus, I think it should end. But I will say this for people that think I hate grownish. I don't I I just want it to be better. Like cause you have your hot takes, you know. I'm 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 a student of sports media, so you have your hot takes. I don't necessarily hate grownish. I hate where it's gone, and I just want it to be better. But looking at these episode synopsis, starting on August the 5th. I think it could go a really great direction. I really do. And I'm willing, I'm willing to give it a shot. August the 5th. I, I'll let you have July the 29th. That might be a little freebie because you're going to have Anthony Anderson there. And Anthony Anderson has become an amazing actor. Oh he's, my God. He's really yeah. grown. Because he, yeah. he, he used to be, he used to be just, just the comedic punchline. I, I remember my first time seeing Anthony Anderson was in a- Agent Cody Banks 2 Destination in London. Like, I don't yeah. know if you see, have you seen that? You saw that? Uh uh-uh, uh, my first time seeing him was all about Benjamins. Like that was Oh, my first oh well, yeah, you, you had a different childhood than me. Then. Wait a minute, because like, <laughs> Agent Carter Banks too was left. I well, watch that now. Wait a minute, you know what I'm saying? Like, but or a Law and Order. Like back in the day, he was on Law and Order. Like I've watched all those old episodes. Yeah, so like that was, was my first. Like just a big comedic relief, and now he's like a real serious heavy playing actor. He's beginning awards left and right. Yes. And commercial deals like he is he's one of those people who's gotten better as he's gotten older you know right. like like yeah. hosting jimmy kimmel and doing like a really good job like he's become like even with grown ending he's become the face one of the faces of abc you know what i'm yeah. saying so you know just you know he, he's just done an amazing job he's really rebranded himself you know so i think that he's gonna still he's gonna give us a really good episode just with the tension between him and zoe and then august the 5th i expect for things to be better but I will say this, and uh, I can say this confidently now, um, that I'm, I complain about, about Gronish, but 
I'm confident to say I do have an alternative coming. I'm confident to say. Very confident. And Janae's like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I got it. I got, I got, I got some. I'll tell you about it offline. It, but it's, we're going to announce it in August. It's something coming with, with, with Pulse, with Queen Series, with everything that we're doing. We got some stuff coming. You know what I'm saying? So y'all going to see our interpretation of what media is really soon if, you know, we, we get some things to fall through, you know, for us. But, you know, I, I can confidently say that now after some some talks we had today. So just stay tuned for that. And today's like, what is this? Like, she she like, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> like, for the podcast, she's over here like, wait, wait. We, we, we are, what are we doing? We going to start our own grownish? No, we're not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but <laughs> maybe not, not yet, not yet. But overall, Janae, I think this was great. This is a great conversation. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media. All right, y'all. So y'all can follow me at nae.themogul on Instagram. That's nae.themogul. And then on Twitter, you can follow me at nae.themogul. Love no, it. No doubt. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, Janae, great job on tonight. And I guess we'll be back next week, right? We'll be back? Yep. Yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll see what's going on. Bye, Janae. Thank you. HBCU. They know just what we are. Post Radio. All right, y'all. That is it for us. This episode, it honestly wasn't good. Janae gave it a 2 out of 10. And I'm giving a negative 1908 out of 10 because Zoe Zoe going to be on Greek shenanigans, boy. I'm telling you, it'll be, gonna be like, man, she's, man, she, man, she's gonna be on purple alert at this point. Like, what is going on? And then the, the, the week after AGP, the week after the Atlanta Greek picnic, y'all gonna do this. All right, y'all are really funny. But overall, man, I just want um, Gronis to be better. Uh, I think that it has so much potential to be an amazing show. And we went a little bit longer because it's like, that's how passionate we are about it. Um, and I, I want the best for, um, for Yara, for everyone on that show. But I'm just a fan of excellence. And my mom's birthday is tomorrow. And my, one thing my mom has always taught me and she continues to teach me is you have to always operate in excellence. And, you know, the fact that they're not, they're, they have not operated in excellence for years is just so indicative of where they are at this point. Um, but like I, could, like I said, um, I can confidently say that we have some things coming that's in the works. Um, we have a couple other kinks to work out, um, but we have some some products that that, that are coming really soon. Um, they're going to be reality products for the most part for right now. Um, and I am um, writing uh, the sequel to my book, um, A Queen's Reign. Um, so um, I'm trying to work on that one. Um, and that's, that's different, you know, just trying to write. But I plan to really uh, delve into that these next few days. So that could be coming out really soon. So y'all can see my interpretation of writing in college. But uh, we have some stuff cooking. We have stuff coming. And I'm, I'm very excited to share it with um, just the Pulse radio audience, the HBC Pulse audience, and the whole nine. But outside of that, that is it for me. I will see you all on the other side. And I hope that Gronish can get better one day. Tap, tap, tap in. You're listening to Pulse Radio with Randall and Shelby, the heart of the culture. Sure.